Hey, Lee, welcome to today's podcast episode. We need to talk. Yes, this episode, I feel like I'm going to have to do a little bit of tough love, but at the same time, I, I really feel like this is just a conversation that just needs to happen. I am evolving. I am shifting. I am requiring more of myself. And I start to realize that every person goes through this up level. Every time I chose to raise the standards of my life, it required that I raise them first in myself. And then as I started to raise them, I realized that the level that I had up leveled from, I start to notice things differently. Maybe it's not in a bad sense, but whenever you choose to really create a different life for yourself, you almost look back and you you wonder why you were behaving a certain way, right? Like before you let personal development come in and really improve your life, you start to look back and you start to look at the way people behave around you and you start to look at what living without personal development looks like and you realize, wow, there's so many people that need this information and you realize that you seeking for more information was you opening the door for your abundance. And once you reach a newer level of abundance, you'll then begin to attract people to you that want to learn more about your abundance. But when you first make that decision to level up your life and go to the next level, it can feel very frustrating. You can feel alone and you can feel like you know you want to make a change, but you just don't know what to do. What I will say is that the thing that has helped me greatly with helping my mentees and also helping myself to get through that moment and period of feeling alone or feeling like you're not supported is that you have to figure out what type of support you need. And human design is so amazing for that because it lets you know really the type of support you need so that you can surround yourself with the right people. Now, I'm a manifester and I know that anytime I teach a class that the manifestors are rare. I'm only going to have like one to three manifestors in the class. And most of the time, the manifestors are the ones that they feel like the black sheep in their circles. They feel like they're the ones that are sitting in a place where they know they're being called to more but they just don't know what to do and it's hard for them to make a decision. And I firmly believe that when you're in that unevolved state, it's hard to make a decision because the evolved you has to be unbothered about what people think when you make a decision. And so the unevolved you is in that place of worrying about what people will think. Trust me, I was there where every time I made a decision, I'm like, okay, what are people going to think? What are people going to say? Are people going to like that? Are they going to do this? Are they going to do that? And I've realized that as I grew into evolving, and trust me, we're all growing, right? But as I started really growing and understanding my human design, I realized that 99% of the people are not going to get my vision until it's later when there's people that have helped build out the, the ground floor of the vision. Case in point, when it comes to um, my businesses that I have had, you know, if I think back to 2020, that was ground floor. I had to make the decision by myself and be like, listen, we got the quarantine. We got, 
you know, COVID going on. We're going to succeed. If you team up with me, I promise you we're going to make the most money we've ever made in our life. And I meant that. And every person that connected arms with me that actually did the work, they see that they've built something amazing today. In the last three years, their businesses have expanded into larger suites. They've made more money. They have met more people. They've become uh, stronger professionals. They've become stronger in their life. And now they're creating generational wealth for their families. And so I realize now that today when I'm doing it again because we're in a recession and now my cost is higher, I do realize that some people may see me and be like, oh, well, you know, what all have you done? Because they didn't see the ground floor. And when you're a person that also is really uh, not moving from a salesy, like, come on, come on, come on, you can do it. Like, I'm not going to push anybody to want to succeed and take their life to the next level. And I will say that from just observing the manifestors that have come into my programs, when you get into a position where you are evolving and you're ready to take your life to the next level, you're going to realize that the support you need is not to have everybody agree with you. The support you need is to get into rooms with other visionaries. Because being in the room with other visionaries is going to show you that your vision is possible and you're going to put yourself around people that also understand what the ground floor of a vision looks like, right? You got to pave the way. But being in a room full of people that are all doing the same thing, that's not going to help you. So if you're an esthetician or if you're a real estate professional or if you got a license, you being in a room with other licensed people, that's not going to motivate you. If anything, you're going to sit in there and you're going to take notes and you're going to learn, but that's not going to motivate you to build your business. You got to get in rooms with other people who are building visionary type businesses because that's going to motivate you to get to the next level. Now, for other human design types, if you're a generator, yes. Reflectors, yes. All the other types. Get in rooms with other people that do the same thing you do, and that's going to help you. But for manifestors specifically, you got to get into the room, a lot of these rooms where you're the only one, because that's going to motivate you to do what you got to do and stand out as one of one. Okay. Now, I think everybody can benefit from this conversation, even if you're not a manifester, but I want to let you know before you proceed on, okay, before you proceed on to the rest of this episode, I'm going to present this a little differently. Normally, when I do a podcast episode or when I teach classes, I really keep it singularly focused on the topic. And that's for the sake of politics. Like you're paying to learn how to do that thing. And I want to make sure that I present it in a very uh, unique way where every single learning style is able to pick up the information and take it to be able to implement it on their own. But this conversation, I'm going to present it to you the same way that I present to my mentees. Okay, so this conversation is more of a if you're a mentee, um, especially if you are connected to me and you're in my inner circle and y'all know we're moving into financial literacy. We're about to start that class now. So those of you that I take under my wing and we are working closely together, you already know that it's no fluff. You're not going to waste anybody's time. You got to be a go-getter and you got to do what you say you're going to do. This is not a victim mindset friendly type of place. 
And so if you can handle the heat, okay, if you can really handle mentor Nina, then let's go ahead and get into the rest of this episode. Now, here's the thing. Um, I have worked in hospitality all my life. I've shared my story before, but what I will say is I take a lot of my principles from working in entertainment. And so when it comes to having a license, I don't think a lot of people realize that your license is the icing. Many times we look at the license and we look at it as a one thing. So you take your license and you turn it into a job. And that is not what the sake of a license is for. A license has so many opportunities. A license is not a job. A license is opportunities. So having a license opens the door for you to have multiple things that you want to do. So for example, if you have a real estate license, you're not only able to help sell a house, but you have connections. You're able to get in certain meetings that you have to be licensed to get into. You're able to network with different calibers of people. You're able to help people with uh, real estate information or relocation or whatever based on different price points. So case in point, if I was a real estate agent, which I don't have a real estate license, but if I was a real estate agent, I would be looking at opening a brokerage. But even more so, I would be moving my sites into luxury. So I would be wanting to get into those very high, you know, high profit areas. And I would want to be talking to them about real estate all around investments, turnkey, um, flipping, whatever. I would simply build my network full of people that got the money. Yes, selling somebody a residential home is amazing. Yes, selling commercial is amazing. But I would simply want to build relationships with them based off of information. I'm not seeing a lot of real estate professionals that simply serve as the go-to for deals, right? And when it comes to wealthy people, they love being able to call somebody and verify. Call but verify. Call but verify. Most of my clients that I have in aesthetics, even when I'm not working physically, they can go to somebody else and get a service, but they're going to call me to verify what they told me is right. It doesn't matter if the person is knowledgeable and knows what they're doing. They're going to be like, hey, you got a minute? So this person told me I should be starting on a retinol. What you think? This person told me I should get this pill. What you think? This person is. What you think? Oh, I'm thinking of going and buying you know, this. What you think? So when you understand that wealthy people Wealthy people move different on a network. You want to be the person that they call, but verify because when they see you as a person that has that knowledge and that expertise, when you do flip a switch, they're going to be ready to go. When you do, when you do post that multi-million dollar house and you've been connecting with them and they've been calling you back and forth, they're going to be like, oh my gosh, seeing this property. Hey, can I get a tour before you put it on the market? Or they're going to want to know how they can get in your vicinity because they know that you're the person that has that unique interface and information, okay? And so when you understand that the license is simply the icing, now it makes sense why so many people in the sales profession have multiple licenses. It makes sense why people really market themselves as that go-to person because no matter what they do, it's simply icing to who they already are. For me, I have multiple investments that I work into. 
And so while some people may see the one icing of being in aesthetics, there are other people that see me because of my work in the finance industry, or they see me because of my work in hospitality, or they see me because of my work in travel. They see different pieces of icing and they know, well, Nina is the person that knows about X, Y, Z. And so for you, when you flip your mindset to understand like my whole being is not being an esthetician or my whole being is not being this professional, then you start to realize that you have so many opportunities available to you. And if you are a manifester specifically, you can't live your life based on the Monday through Friday nine to five concept because for you, your energy works differently. See, for me, I hate waking up looking at my calendar and feeling like I'm a slave to my calendar. I want to be excited and I am excited about everything that's on my calendar. Every time I book a flight, every time I have a trip coming up, every time I have open space to spend with my children, every time that I know that there were days years ago where my children would be sick and I would have to call somebody that can help me to pick them up until I got off. Now, if my children are sick, I'm dropping everything I got to do to go handle that. Because I realized that when I create my life, that I put things that are important to me at the forefront and everything else has to surround that. And so if you are a manifester, I want to congratulate you because when you are building your life, sometimes it's hard to see this in the beginning because your greatest lesson is going to be not caring about what other people think. And most people think that it's unrealistic or it's unstable for you to create your life. They think that what's safe is doing what everybody else is doing. But for you, that actually could be unsafe because your energy doesn't work that way, right? And so what I will say is that understanding that icing of those different licenses, when you shift your mindset to that and you understand that you are the cake, you understand that you are the product and how you package yourself says everything. If you don't have clients coming to you or being attracted to do business with you, or you don't have any sales coming in, then that means that your cake, the product needs to be fixed. Something about you is not attractive. Okay. And so it has to be fixed, whether it be your image, whether it be your language, whether it be those quirky things that you're doing online that are not speaking to the right people. Okay. One example I'll give is, um, and it's it's a very short example because I don't, I was breezing on social media one day just looking up some different marketing for the industry and there was a stylist who recorded a customer that was basically going off about something. And in the caption, she was saying that the customer was being rude and disrespectful And that she decided to terminate her service. And so she was recording that and she posted that. And in the in the comments, people were like, yeah, you know, customers have to be professional, too. And, you know, um, people have to understand that it's unacceptable to act how you want to act and all of those things in the comments. And I just went and looked at her page because whenever I see someone complaining about customers behavior, it also lets me know that somewhere in the qualifications that the standards weren't set. For me, I don't deal with crazy behavior like that. And that's because of the standard that I set for my clients. My clients know, like, if you're trying to come be seen by me, there's a certain standard and a certain protocol that we go by. So they're happy to follow the protocol. They're happy to have 
direction. They're not in there acting a fool and acting crazy and going off and carrying on, right? Even when it comes to students, it's like my, I, I would definitely say my sales pages are the wall, okay? If you get there and you're like, oh, that's too expensive, okay, have a good day. Because I already know that I work with people where I'm helping them 10x their income in a short amount of time. And I ain't playing with nobody that is not willing to invest big. If I'm going to get you big results, you need to be willing to invest big so your mindset can be expanded. If investing $1,000 into your education is going to send you into an overwhelming mental breakdown, well, you're going to have to consider the smaller programs until you're ready to invest big. And I'll go into that a little later into this episode, but I work with Big Boss Energy. 2020 was the year of documentation. 2023 is the year of you ready or not. And if you don't believe in yourself, I need you to go ahead into a group program or continue listening to the podcast until you build your belief. But I'm not in a place where I can just do what I did in 2020. Like, I'm not in that place. I'm not in that place to charge $30 or charge $300 and help somebody make 30 k a month. From a business sense, that's crazy. And really, that's a disservice. So I'm in a place now where it's like we're doing big business. And if you're not doing big business, then have a good day. But when it comes to that product, you got to make sure that you are showing yourself as the product. Okay. When I worked in entertainment, I had to have a license. You have to have an entertainer's license. You can't just go and be on a pole. You have to go and get an entertainer's license. And so with that license, that's icing. It doesn't define who you are. It's an opportunity for you to make income and to work with the public. And so what does your product look like? We need to figure that out. When you take your mind and focus on your vision and you put yourself around other visionaries, you'll start to embrace your unique self. But if you put yourself in rooms where everybody doing the same thing and the common sense is everybody is struggling, well, you're going to really settle into the mass of what everybody's doing. It's harder. And I want you like if you taking notes because. I heard some of y'all been taking notes when you listen to the episode. So if you're taking notes, this is one to take a note on. It's harder, but easier to settle instead of leading. It's hard to sit in a room where everybody is talking about struggling and everybody's talking about 1K in a weekend or 1K a month. And everybody's really asking those questions like, help me, help me, help me. It's hard to sit in those rooms and listen to those conversations and talk to people where you realize everybody's gravitating to your table because you got big boss energy and you make a 10K plus a month and they don't understand how that's possible. It's hard to sit in there and have those conversations, but it's easier to do that. It's easier to settle for that because leading and being a person to say, hey, um, Sales professionals that have licenses shouldn't be bringing in no less than 10000 You control your checks. You're the product. If the product is bad, fix it, enhance it, upgrade it. But you're the product. So if you're not making no money, that speaks to you, right? Because if you go in the Four Seasons and you're working there and your rebook rate is low, it has nothing to do with Four Seasons. It has everything to do with the professional. And once we really understand that, and trust me, 
I've had some mentees that couldn't swallow that. It's you. I've had to upgrade. I've had to fix myself. I've had to take away the green of myself. I've had to really take away that weirdness, that awkwardness, that um, my therapist calls it toxic humility. It's where you're so happy to be here that you really put a limit on yourself. Like you're so happy. Like, okay, if you're struggling, let's say you're at 2K and then you get to 10K and you hold yourself at 10K where you're like, oh, I'm just so happy to make 10K. I'm just so happy to be here. Like, it's so amazing. Thank you so much for choosing me. You limit yourself. You have to become a person who can say, wow, 10K is available to me. Absolutely. This does not define me. When you're a person that takes on toxic humility, you're like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I'm just so excited. You can be grateful without making 10K be your whole self-worth. Because the minute you don't hit the 10K and maybe you had 7K, then you'll be like, oh, well, I'm just, I'm just so happy. I know it's going to happen one day. I know it's going to happen one day. And you put yourself in this loop of one day, one day, one day. That's why a lot of people in the churches end up being in this hope cycle because you simply hope for it to happen, but you don't embody it and say, absolutely, 10K, perfect. If I can make 10K in a month, I know I can do it in, in, two to three weeks, it's already done. And then you move as if instead of stressing and and having a mental breakdown when you don't reach a certain income goal, right? So yes, it is harder to sit there and deal with the average. A lot of you are unimpressed with the industry. Me too. A lot of you are really unimpressed because you're like, wow, like this is the top, this is, this is the top floor. And when I'm saying this, I know you might be hearing it like, okay, this is this sounds a little negative, but I'm taking you into the mind frame because my manifestors are probably shaking their head right now. I'm taking you into the mind frame of a person who every time they work a job or every time they go somewhere, they always see a better way that things could be done. And this person has worked in different jobs, and they've constantly had to play the game. They've constantly had to have supervisors that get recognized for their works. They are constantly talked about at work because they just so happen to get things done, and it doesn't seem like they struggle like everybody else. And so when you're a person like that, eventually you take on this concept where you just unbother. You're like, okay, why is life not feeling fulfilling to me? Why am I needing more? Like, why am I not happy here? And you're asking the wrong questions. It's not why am I not happy here? It's why are you limiting yourself to that one thing? Why do you not open up more possibilities and opportunities for yourself? Who told you you had to work Monday through Friday or Tuesday through Saturday, Sunday, Monday off working this particular schedule? Who told you your life had to fit in this cookie cutter box that the world told you it had to look like? That's that manifestor energy. And being a big boss requires that you take big risk and big bets. When I came into the industry, a lot of people were like, oh, you have to be discounted. You have to be affordable. You have to be on Groupon. You have to be this. You have to be that. No. You can make big money and work for yourself and build a brand that precedes you. 
You don't have to be online 24-7 if you don't want to be. Yes, you need to be online, but you don't have to make online your whole personality. You don't have to turn into a social media marketer. Your job is to be you. And these licenses and these investments that you have are simply icing on the cake. Being an esthetician is not your whole identity. Being a real estate professional is not your whole identity. Working in sales and service is not your whole identity. Your identity is being you because there's only one you and you are a leader. So what do you see in the world that needs your leadership? It's time for you to initiate that. And yes, when you're really a big boss, that means you got to take those big risks. That means you got to put the money up. That means when you make a decision, if money stops you from that decision, then you're not really ready to take on that big boss energy. And I see it all the time when I have people that are like, oh, my gosh, I want to work with you one on one. OK, well, work with me one on one, because I already know once I take you under my wing, you're going to take your life to the next level. This is what's required. Oh, well, I don't think I can do that. OK, well, then you can. And some people don't like that type of response because we're so used to being sold to. We're so used to being bartered and negotiated with. But I'm not going to barter and negotiate with you about what my capabilities are. And so understanding that you got to take on that energy as well. You are an amazing and unique individual. Why are you bartering with the people in your life about what makes you you? Why are you bartering with people about the things that you want in your life? You are settling to be an inauthentic version of yourself. Because I guarantee you when you settle and when you play the game that everybody wants you to play, is no problem. But when you decide that you want to do something for yourself or you follow those urges that your body is telling you it wants, now it's a problem. I want you to know it's nothing wrong with you. What's wrong is that you're finding more ease and settling instead of being the leader. And we need you to be the leader. Manifestors are the leaders. We are the ones that innovate and lead the charge. If you decide not to lead the charge and you decide to settle, you're going to feel that inner urge inside of you constantly eating you up until one day you're going to wake up and be like, I don't know what's going on with me. It's because you're not feeding your body what it wants. Think of driving a car. You ever drove a car and this mostly happens in, you know, like luxury vehicles, but let's say you ain't drove your car in like three months and all of a sudden you drive and it starts jumping a little bit because it needs to get on the highway. It needs to be floored to 80, 90, right? It needs it needs the pipes to be clear. It needs, it wants to race. It wants to run. It wants to speed. And so when you're constantly driving at, you know, the in-town, the city mileage, when you're constantly driving in the city, your car starts to jump a little bit because it's like, come on, like, let's go. We want to jump. We want to do new things. Like your horsepower is like, let's go. We want to move. Like we're luxury. We're supposed to be open road. What's going on? And then when you finally get on the highway and you floor it and you going about 80, 90 and you're like, wow, I, I didn't even know I was going that fast because your car is like, yes, thank you. Finally, I'm going the speed that I need to go. That's how your life is. You've been driving this ho-hum city limit in your life and now your internal urges is like, come on, where's the open road at? Why are you not taking a bet on yourself? Why are you not jumping like what is going on why are you just this is what we settling for like come on this is a premium car premium gas like come on and you're sitting there like well you know people just can't afford it or what well, people just don't want to come or people they they think i'm crazy or they don't want to come with me 
Who cares? Open road. Get around other visionaries. Because you, while you're sitting here slowing your life down for people that you are waiting for, there are rooms that you're supposed to be in that you're not in because you're not pushing the gas. You're not where you're supposed to be. Nothing wakes you up than getting into a room with peers that's talking about $100,000 months. That's talking about $300 minimum services, $250 minimum services. That's talking about 45 minutes of their time is five grand because they have the results to back it up. And when you know you're a manifester and you're driving your life, you're going to realize a lot of the, you're going to be in the fast lane. You're going to be moving fast. But remember, when we're on the open road, you look for the car that's moving fast and you get behind them because, and this is for y'all that really understand, okay? But if you're on the open road and you're driving long distance and you're moving fast and you're driving and that car moving fast and you get behind them and you match their speed, the cops can't take both of you. They can't take both of you. If everybody on the road is matching speed, the cops ain't going to stop everybody. They only stop the cars that are being excessive and crazy. But when you're moving at a fast pace and you can't even feel it, like, dang, we're going 90. I can't even feel it. Other cars behind you, like, wow, we need to go 92. What's going on? Why are we going 30? We need to go 92. You got to be that leader. You got to get in that fast lane. You got to be the person that hits the gas and that leads the way. Here's one sign that you know that you're unevolved and you need to evolve. And I'm going to say it just like that because my coach had to say it to me like that. You are not some baby person. You're not some baby professional. You're a big boss and you got icing on the cake and people need to know you. Okay. Because when you wake up, people make money. When you wake up, people get results. Right. So unevolved leaders are able to tell everybody else what to do. So if you're a manifester and you're unevolved, you can tell everybody else what to do. But when it comes to yourself, you scary. That's the major sign you're unevolved. You can tell everybody else what to do. Everybody else comes to you for answers. Everybody else calls your phone when they need help. You can help everybody else with their life problems. But when it comes to yourself, you scary. When it comes to yourself, you haven't made no moves. When it comes to yourself, you about to faint and throw up because... You haven't made any sort of quantum leap for yourself. So I really want you to think about where you're supposed to be in life. Right. And really ask yourself why you are placing the world's timeline on your life. When I really grasped that concept, I realized that especially my time in the beauty industry. Most people wait 20 years before they do a lot of the things that we've been able to accomplish. I'm not waiting 20 years. Most people are like, literally, I feel like when it comes to the industry, there's such a cap. Why is it acceptable to run up your car for a machine, but you're not willing to run up that same car for somebody to teach you how to make money? It's not the machine, it's you. You actually can make more money without the machines because you have less expense. 
So when we understand that the mindset is so copy and paste, because I know it's based off of just copying what people do online without knowing the true inner workings. But once you fully like really look at what's going on online, we've done so much in the last six years. And now we're moving on. We're moving into other things. I'm taking my mentees that are bringing in their highest income months. We're moving into financial literacy. We're moving into investments, stocks, life insurance, retirement accounts, debt management. We're moving into stuff like that. It don't have to take you six months to get to a six-figure valuation for your business. You can make a six-figure business in your first year, but a lot of people don't want to pay other people because you feel like you're paying that person. You feel like you're paying me and that I'm supposed to just give you a six-figure business. I'm here to advise you and help you to get on track so that you can generate more than that. There's no limit to what God has for you. But nine times out of 10, you're not being you. You're the product. You are the product. Self-care is a pit stop for manifestors. And I'm, I feel firm in saying that. Self-care is a pit stop. If you're a manifester, this is simply an icing on the cake. Most manifestors have multiple licenses, multiple certifications, because your job is to come in, learn it, and then shift into innovating it, making it better, and then move on to the next. A lot of people are not going to get you because they're fine with just doing the status quo. You actually get motivated and you get energy from making things better, from improving things. Why are you not improving yourself? You're in the self-care industry. Why are you not improving yourself? So this is a message for all of my mentees. And hey, the rest of you, y'all listening in. But I'm going to tell you right now, where we're going, this is not 2020. This is a whole new year. All right. The minimum is 10 to 15K. That's the minimum for the estheticians. Like it, we already said that. And right now it seems to be the ceiling. So when it comes to moving on, we're building sustainable lifestyles that we don't have to run away from. I want you to be able to wake up and the sun wakes you up and you waking up with a well-rested night of sleep. You putting your kids on the bus, you sipping your coffee, you looking at your calendar and you're excited to work with the people that's on your calendar. You're excited to uh, spend money to better yourself or to get on that flight or to do whatever. You're excited about every minute of your day because you've spent enough time living depressed and living along the world's timeline. It's now time for you to live and hit that gas and open those pipes on that premium car because you know your life wants to accelerate, right? So I would definitely recommend for you to really sit down and figure out what this big boss looks like. What does she look like or he? How do they dress? How do they smell? How do they walk? How do they talk? What does their hair look like? How do they do their makeup? What clothing do they wear? Where do they shop? What car do they drive? How does their house look? What does their house smell like? What is their vibe? What does their calendar look like? You only want to work physically two days a week? Build your life around working physically two days a week. And if there's a certain income goal that you want to reach, figure out what type of person can attract that type of income. But don't give up. 
Because giving up looks like settling and it's harder to do. But it's easier because then there's no problem, right? So listen, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. Um, I know some people probably already logged off because they got offended because they're like, how can you even talk to me like that? But it's time out for this, okay? If you want to go to the next level and you really want to take your life big, you got to get around people that's thinking big and that's also really showing you the possibilities. Money is not more than you. You are the currency. All you got to do is package yourself up in a way where you attract the things that you want. You are a master manifester. And I pray that you never forget that. I pray that you never forget that the level God has for you, you haven't even seen yet. So why would you settle for this level and you're not even happy for it? Why would you settle for a life that you're not even happy for? Why would you put more energy into settling for a life that you don't even like than to sit there and renovate and make changes? Yes, it's going to hurt to walk away from the things that you found joy and comfort in not even liking. But it's better than sitting there and taking yourself to an early grave. Why stress? Right? It's going to take work anyway. It's going to take work living a life that you don't like. And it's going to take work building a life you do like. But at the end of the day, you're moving towards things that light you up. And you're able to be on that open road of your life. So make sure you come over to Instagram if today's podcast episode helped you. If it touched you, make sure that you um, share with your friends. I love seeing that. And hey, I'm going to see you on the other side. I got meetings tomorrow. So I'm going to see y'all online. And what else? I think that's it. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye.